Hi, everyone. This is Anthony Diaz with the Pop Hill Show. And the show is for anyone that has a super strong passion for the intersection of technology, uh, Web3, ESG, and impact and health. But it's really centering uh, these days, focused on this, this unique intersection of, uh, of technology and the future and intersection of health and impact. And along those lines, I'm really enthused and excited to have my guest on the show today. So my my uh, my guest is Leonel uh, Lino Carno, and hopefully I just practiced that and hopefully I didn't butcher it too much, but um, great. Um, he is a partner at Early Bird Venture Capital based in Zug, Switzerland. Um, he's done some really amazing stuff, really amazing work in impact and in health. I'm not going to steal a thunder though. Um, welcome to the show. Really, really appreciate you, uh, you being here. Thanks, Anthony. My pleasure. Well, um, maybe you can start off by teleporting us back and, and take us back to where things started. You're obviously doing some pretty literally impactful work right now and have a, a tremendous focus on this intersection of, of health and impact. But where did this all start? Tell us your origin story, if that's possible. <laughs> sure, sure. So I'm a, I'm a molecular biologist by training and I've worked in the healthcare industry my entire career. Uh, first in the industry and then as an investor for the last uh, God, uh, more than 20 years, including you know, the US for more than 20. Uh, and there's a reason why I'm in healthcare, because you know, all of us you know, are concerned by our health or the health of people who are dear to us. Um, and, and being in healthcare is all about you know, having an impact, uh, making you know, people's life you know, better, saving lives, or just improving the day-to-day -day life. So this is this is where, we, where, where it all started. And you know, recently, you know, we realized that no, it was nice talking about it, but measuring it, mm -hmm. especially the impact we have through our portfolio companies, was something really critical. Because it's it's nice to say we're, we're we're helping people, but how much are we really helping, and could we help more? And this is where it all started. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Uh, maybe you can uh, unpack that a little bit. You know, for our listeners out there. Uh, we start to realize that the the concepts of personal health and global health are starting to merge together, and there's this new concept of of how that fits in ESG and impact. But maybe you can just give us maybe a high level glossary of like what is impact, what is what is global health, what is ESG? Why is it starting to matter more than anything before? Why does it start to 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 be more relevant? And what's changed maybe over the past three to five years? It seems like there's been a lot of changes in the space. So maybe you could just give a quick high-level education on the space. Well, I, I think the questions you asked no, could keep us uh, uh, online <laughs> for several hours, if not several days. No, on, on the impact front, no, uh, and as you know, in the US, no, uh, healthcare is 17% of GDP and growing. And if you look at the quality of the healthcare, uh, it is significantly no lower than if you compare to European no peers, uh, where it's closer to the low teens. And what really started about 20 years ago, maybe a little more, was you know, the, the, the European uh, the payers, you know, think NHS, for example, in the UK, started looking at the actual cost of care provided versus the actual quality of the care. Um, and I started saying, well, that therapy only provides you know, so much care, and therefore I am only willing to pay so much. And so the notion of measuring impact and valuing impact really started at that time. And since then, you know, most of the European payers, you know, Security Social in France, you know, in Germany started doing the same. So impact was measured and return on impact also became a, a critical point for all payers in Europe, whether you no know, public or private. And, and that in the US 
isn't there yet, but if you look, maybe the only exceptions are you no know, uh, fully closed you no know, systems you no know, a la Kaiser Permanente uh, that actually do it because they, they are payers and also care providers. Um, and so that's, that was the first uh, way which was really impacted. ESG is only arriving now, uh, as you said, in the last few years. And and it, it's it's not only at the, at the big corporate level, you no know, thinking of the prices and GSKs of the world, but it's also starting you know, really at the bottom of the value chain, you know, with what we do, uh, we investors, VCs, uh, with all of our companies, hoping that our you know, tiny companies with you no know, five, six employees, when they become you know, hundreds of employees and their drugs or, or medical devices get to the market, have ESG and impact you know, in their DNA starting from day one. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Um, maybe you can tell us a little bit uh, about some of the exciting things that you're investing in. What are some of the kind of companies and solutions that you're looking at investing in, what you want to see more of, what you want to invest more of? And then what's more important is, you know, what are the problems in this area that some of those companies or theses that you have as a, as a VC, um, what problems are they solving? Just love to hear maybe some examples in, in some theses on some solutions that, that have you excited these days. Well, again, a very, a very broad question. You know, if, if I look at you know, two, two of the main areas we're investing in, you know, the first one is biotech and uh, the, the oncology. We all know someone around us you know, who has cancer, has had cancer or died of cancer. Mm -hmm. um, and this is really one of our areas of focus. And nowadays, you know, there have been so many new discoveries as to how to tackle that issue. You know, we finally realized that you know, a silver bullet doesn't exist. Uh, there are you know, many pathways that uh, intervene and that tackling one doesn't suffice. You need to look at you know, uh, several of them. Mm -hmm. uh, really you know, change the way we we, we look at you know, therapies and solution and how we invest as well. So that mm -hmm. is one of the most exciting fields uh, we're investing in. Um, nice. On the other side, you know, when we look more at medical technologies, uh, you know, as you said in your in, in your um, you know, the, the beginning of this uh, podcast, um, technology has become more and more prevalent in what we do in medical technology. And the border between you no know, tech and what we would call you no know, uh, digital tech and med tech, which is you no know, you know, bolts, bolts and, and, and screws, uh, is becoming narrower and narrower. And AI, for example, plays a more and more important role in, in what we do in med tech. Uh, whether to actually uh, control and manage devices or to actually feed the data to and from novice devices. Um, mm -hmm. Same in diagnostic as well, whereas AI is playing more and more a key role in you know, analyzing all the data that we get um, much better and much faster than any human could do. Nice. Very exciting field. Um, you guys have put out a really good report that's really comprehensive that talks not just about health, but obviously ESG and the convergence of it. When you look at ESG in this growing industry and the, the ways of tracking it, the metrics, the, the opportunities of you know, supply chain and, and the data tracking, what are some, some maybe information technology related uh, investment theses that you, you're wishing you or you're, you, that are of interest to you or you're wanting to see occur in that ESG space? It does feel like it's moving so fast, but there's still a lot of infrastructure that needs to be had. Um, you also look at, you know, asset managers in the world looking at, you know, potentially tokenizing um, um, related assets in ESG, but wanted to hear your thesis is on specifically on, on ESG type solutions, maybe related to information technology or currency or, or what's missing in the space, you know, what still needs to be created in that space, 
you know, over the next few years or even 10 years. Yeah, and, and so the, the field of ESG in healthcare is only starting and the main hurdle we have that front is really regulatory, you know, think FDA and EMEA. Right. Uh, anything we do is 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 very strict, very dictated by you know, the FDA and EMEA and, and no other you no know, corresponding offices in Japan and many China. Um, and that really limits uh, what we can or cannot do. So mm-hmm. um, healthcare in that sense, and the, the healthcare industry is very you know, analog, if I may call it that way, because of the systems. No, we still use no tax in the US to file claims. I mean, faxes, I mean, so who has a fax nowadays? Um, mm-hmm. and, and there's no question that you no know, being able to digitize all of that you no know, would be a huge plus. But the, then the question is, how does that fit into the electric framework? Got it. Um, and, and then if you add you know, the additional layers of you no know, payers, this is the additional layers where you know, all of these payers you no know, work uh, on systems that were developed you no know, 30, 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and being able to amend these to take all of that on is is, is just a, a a monster of 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 a of a process and task. Mm-hmm. So this is really where the issues. I mean, there are a lot of you no know, new that are trying to solve some of these, but the inertia when he's fighting against is just just tremendous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. No, this is this is great. You know, other elements of impact: uh, sustainable farming, climate, carbon, carbon credits, right? And this is a new category as well. When you look at these other areas of impact, um, do you see any convergence at all with personal health uh, and and maybe these pieces working together or supporting each other? How do you see see these pieces related? Do you see areas of opportunity and potentially the arbitra- arbitrage or the convergence of information or currency against these uh, various different elements? It's it's obviously a very difficult one one to answer. Let's say that no, if I look at all the trends and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it seems that what only works is the the, the stick, and uh-huh. unless there is an entity, a government, an agency that comes and says no, do this or else you're out of the market, nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the EU on that front, I think, is really uh, once more uh, leading the charge here mm-hmm. by simply uh, you know forcing companies, as you mentioned, the value chains to fully control what happens in their value chain. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no choice. It's the law. So if you don't do it, simply you cannot be commercialized. Mm-hmm. We are also forcing companies to diminish or simply let go of no packaging. Mm-hmm. And again, you have no choice. If you want to be in the market, you do it or you're out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so on and so on. So so this this in that sense is is is, is helping. But but uh, I think people completely underestimate you no know, the regulatory nightmare that the pharmaceutical industry or just the healthcare industry you no know, lives in. And, mm-hmm. and and also the mosaic it is it's it's not a, um, a an industry that can even look at at the, the the global level or even at the continental level it's just so fragmented by rules and regulation at each and every level that it's just just a nightmare for me and, and uh, in addition to that you have early bird if if I'm correct primarily focuses on Europe if I, if I'm correct. if I'm correct yep um, how would you contrast a lot of the things we're talking about here by Europe versus Asia versus U.S. or Africa? Is there a strong uh, regional or continental, you know, perspective that needs to be considered when we're looking at health and impact? Um, and, and what's your thesis about the regional um, complements, supplements, or you know, struggles maybe that that may be there, you know, between 
you know, I know that's a that's a probably you know <laughs> a question that probably has eighteen other questions as a follow up for that. But just kind of curious how your your mental model as you think regionally. Yeah. So, so again, Europe is, is really a leader in that front and everything comes mm -hmm. directly within the EU um, right. and then goes on to each and every nation and, and, and country and so on. Um, and it's all centralized. So it's one and you know exactly where it is, what it is. Uh, if you go into the US, you know, many of the items that fall, for example, under ESG and impact um, depend, uh, are under the control of you know, several, not say many agencies. So mm -hmm. there is not one agency in charge of call it ESG. You know, you find it in 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 uh, AHS, you find it in labor law with OSHA and so on. So it's just scattered, mm -hmm. and so it's very very difficult to look at it as as a whole in the US. Whereas in Europe, you no, know, the EU says this is the way it is, and we the EU control it, and this is the the the, the these are the guidelines and 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 the framework within which you have to operate. Uh, and, and you have no choice. It's clearly stipulated. You have all of right. the articles. For example, in Europe, you have Article 8, Article 9. Uh, article 9 really being an impact for an Article 8 is to know really someone who is trying to do good, but is not there yet to be a number nine. Mm -hmm. um, so all of these are very well defined. Also, at the, at the, the global level, you have the UN uh, that also has defined some very clear you know, um, goals. Uh, there's 17 of them, I think, by now. Mm -hmm. uh, that are you know, that people can really you know, try to achieve. So all of these are being set um, in the yes. It's a, it's a bit more uh, it's a bit more fuzzy to put it this way. Nice, nice. Now this that helps out a ton. I think for our listeners that kind of breaks down that perspective. You know, one element that we hadn't really talked about is a potential correlation. Uh, the way you see it, maybe between energy, right? So there's a couple of new thematic uh, technologies that are compounding upon themselves, right? We've got uh, new concepts of energy being being brought about. There's AI, Web3 decentralization, um, transportation as well, you know, leaps and bounds happening in these different areas. Um, kind of curious if what you think about these new emerging technologies. Do you see opportunities with these emerging technologies um, in health or impact? Um, and and maybe any correlations or mindsets that you have related to energy, you know, or is there is there something there in the intersection there that hasn't been correlated or discovered yet when we have these new technologies that are that are pushing our our society forward? Yeah, well, on, on the uh, AI front, there's no question that AI is going to play a, a, a more and more important and critical role in healthcare. Mm -hmm. um, energy, mm, don't. See too much correlation because I don't think that uh, that, that uh, no healthcare as well is a big no energy consumer. I mean, unless you talk about no the hospital and so on, but it's 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 just nothing compared to uh, to no the uh, the manufacturing industries and so on. Mm -hmm. um, you know, water still remains a key resource um, that we, we we know today is is it is becoming more and more difficult to get to. You know, we see that in the U.S., we see that in the in the Middle East, we see that. As well, and we see some some place where no, um, no, the pharma industry uh, in particular has a big role to play. Um, otherwise, no. Again, because of the regulations, unless no, the regulations are amended to mm -hmm. allow to use these new technologies, we simply cannot, and it's very difficult. So we can push. But 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 these you know, agencies, whether FDA or MEA, just are you no know, other humongous inertia. And remember, mm -hmm. the main goal is do no harm. Right, 
Right. No, this is great. Uh, Lionel, um, to kind of cap us off, so we uh, this is really great. I really appreciate you telling us about your background, uh, what led you to where you're at right now, some of the theses and, and, um, and uh, elements and dimensions of health and impact that I think really frames things up for our listeners. Um, I guess one kind of like final, you know, always question I'd like to hear about is the future. Tell us about the future the way you see it. What does success look like in these areas in, in health and impact, what you'd like to see happen in the future? And then, you know, how do you um, how do you measure your fulfillment in in supporting that future? Just love to hear kind of your connection, what you'd like to see happen. And um, yeah, if you can maybe cast, cap us off with a, a future perspective. I mean, I think you 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 summarized it very well uh, you know, at, at the beginning. Is you no know, really true personal care, you no know, personal medicine, where you no know, what the pill, the, the therapeutics, the the solution that will be provided as patients is really tailored to us. So it will be we will get the right drugs or the right combination of drugs with the dosage that is you no know, appropriate to us. We will get you no know, the implant that has been made specific, especially for us, that you no know, fits our body, you no know, the way it, it it should be, and not something that is on the shelf. Um, and and all of that can only happen you know, with new technology, with AI again being a key. You know, even in drug discovery, AI plays a key role. So so that we don't go and throw all the spaghetti on the wall and hope that something sticks. AI allows us to really find the solutions that today we can find. So I I think this is really where we're 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 going. It's I think it's it's amazing. And we when we look at how we invest forward, you know, we use something that is called you know, the uh, impact multiple of money. We are trying to, you know, for every you know, euro or dollar we invest, we are trying to you know, maximize you know, the impact uh, we make through our investments. You know, as of today, we set the bar at five. Our goal would be to be in the double digits you know, in the coming five years, 10 years. Okay. And that can only be done thanks to you know, technology. Nice. And innovation. Nice. Uh, Lionel, this has been great. I really appreciate your time and your your thoughtfulness on um, the work that you do, the way that you, you're sharing your work and what Early Bird does as well. Um, it's really, really impactful, um, you know, work, literally what you're doing. So we really appreciate it. Um, very last question is if our listeners would like to, you know, follow you on social media or potentially get in contact with you and you would like that to happen, what would be a good way to do so? LinkedIn, Twitter. Okay. Okay, great, great. Well, um, we'll definitely link to those in the in the podcast episode. I just want to say this was great having you on. Really love to have you back, uh, maybe in increments of every six to 12 months, if that's possible, and just hear about more of the investments you guys are doing, the thesis is, the change that's mm -hmm. happening. Obviously, you already have a tremendous amount of portfolio companies that are doing some tremendous work, so love to hear about the progress there. And uh, to our listeners out there, this is the Pop Health Show. This, this show is for the convergence of technology, health, and impact. And uh, Lionel, thank you so much for being on the show. This was great. My pleasure, Anthony. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks. Bye.